horns. All right, we're back. We're back from Las Vegas. We literally landed two hours ago, and here we are recording for you guys. We're here at least. We're yeah, here. But this, but I'm saying, like, don't act like we don't love y'all. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome back, Bloom. Yeah, as I haven't seen enough of you this weekend. I so. was going to say, are you tired of me yet? A little bit. That's no, okay. all good. What a weekend. Uh, Just real, a whirlwind. Real quick, full disclosure, as much as I love my friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company, I'm going to choose to drink water <laughs> on tonight's podcast. Yeah, I think there's a lot in the same boat. Like, going to dry out a little bit. It was funny. It was your wife yesterday who said to me when we were pre-gaming, and because I sat in the stands, I'll talk about yep, that. Yep. And we had both ordered a drink and we were drinking a water, you know, prior to. They do a good job of trying to keep you hydrated there in Las Vegas, which is which is great. It's appreciated. And Crystal goes, Oh my god, water tastes so good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Uh thanks to our friends from Mechdyne. The Mechdyne Corporation is always sponsoring the Williams and Bloom Sunday night podcast. Uh, check them out at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Uh, great weekend in Las Vegas, Bloom. I, I we'll, we'll talk about the happenings a little bit here. We'll focus mostly on football sure. as it is. It felt like a bowl game, but and then you get home and like my wife is like, you're recording tonight? And I was like, there's a big 12 game in six Absolutely, days. Absolutely, a big one at that. Yeah, so like it, 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 it is a different feeling uh, when you get back from something like that. But so we're going to do a lot of football here on the podcast. But I know a lot of people are probably listening to this traveling home. A lot were coming back on Monday. Uh, a ton of delays yeah. out of Vegas on Sunday is that airport was completely overwhelmed, not just with Iowa State fans. I think just in general with COVID, worker shortages, stuff like that. But we, our charter was on the runway. We were 12 deep for takeoff, which is crazy at an airport. That, that's not at like JFK. Yeah, it didn't seem normal for them to be that backed up. And so no. we sat we sat there for a good hour. Yeah. So we're wanting to get out of there, but that's all right. If that's all it is and first world problems. Yeah, I mean it, the, but everything else from that charter was pretty flawless. So Thank kudos, you. kudos to Cyclone Liquors and team. That was awesome. Yes, thanks to everybody who traveled with us in Cyclone Liquors. We had an amazing time. Those guys have become such great partners of ours. It's truly a partnership. I've become really good friends with Brian, who owns Cyclone Liquors, and just his whole crew is amazing. And we have an amazing group of, um, re- really an amazing group of people who travel with us. Like we have a, a very similar group each and every time, and they're they're really chill. Yeah, pretty like, low maintenance. Yeah, right? you don't really have to worry about anybody getting too worked up. And like, it, it's a great blue collar. Like, you got some older people, you got some younger people, you got some families. It's a nice mix of everybody. So thank you to everybody who came with us. Yeah, was that just uh, outstanding? And honestly, it's probably the perfect amount of time. I think yes. three three nights uh, in Vegas. Yeah, a fourth night would have been overdoing it. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm glad to be back. I'm actually really. I'm really excited to dig in and start doing Big 12 football stuff, to be honest. Bloom, that was a um, – I mean, listen, it wasn't a perfect game by any means. 
And I think you heard that with by Matt Campbell after the game, which is a great spot for your program to be in when you win by 45, albeit against a bad football yes, team. not a good football team. Uh, Vegas was one of the worst teams I've ever seen an Iowa State team play. But, you know, if Iowa State wasn't better, then they wouldn't have made Vegas look so bad. So that that's a, that's a fact, too. We can get into all that later. But it was a step in the right direction. Like, that, that was better than limping, you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, we, we've seen, you know – We've seen that before, and then you don't – there's momentum now. There wasn't momentum in this program a week ago. There's momentum now. Well, and the common refrain after the game from the team in the post game was, we just wanted to cut it loose and have fun again. Yeah, and you I could tell they were. You, you, you forget sometimes that these are 18 to 22-year-old uh, people, you know? And, Humans, uh, and, yeah. Yeah, they're human. And, and the, the expectations and the hype was insane before the season. And I can you can see how – that can weigh on somebody, and then you have a disappointing week one, you still won, and then all the circumstances around the Iowa game, and you don't win that game, how it's kind of like, man, this is this has been a pretty heavy start to the year. It really has. And then you, But to, to go out to Vegas, which was super helpful, I think, for the team, they went out a day early. Was that strategic it, by Campbell? It was. This is before Iowa, though. So it was strategic because of the time zone issue. Mm-hmm. But it actually really worked to their benefit. They stayed nowhere near the Strip. They were 40 minutes away, and there's something about if you and you've traveled with basketball before, mm-hmm. those road trips can really kind of fortify your team. Like yeah. you're not, it's all the outside stuff is blocked. It's just you guys, and that that felt a lot like last year's team to me, where each supporting each other, ton of energy right away uh, from the get go, and it just looked like. And Brock said it after the game. Hutchinson said it after the game. Newell said it after the game. Call Newell had a great quote. He said. You know, this was a kid's game. We need to treat it like a kid's game. You know, in essence, they had almost become too serious and too businesslike about what the program was. And yesterday, just in Vegas, cool spot, go have fun, let it rip. And uh, it just fed off each other. It was fun to watch. Yeah, you, you could tell. Um, Whitford said it to me after the game that he thought that they, they looked like they were playing with more passion. Um, yeah, just, it, more, just, just there was more fun. Yeah, character. Yeah, they weren't afraid of making a, yeah. a mistake almost. Yeah, uh, and, then, and then Purdy, Purdy was a lot better. I mean, Purdy had one of his better stat lines. Again, defense wasn't great, but he was good outside of the fumble, which you know. I think he is was. What it is. I think he was trying to make a play. I think he was good. Yeah. in the first quarter, I think he was borderline bad in the second, second quarter. Yep, I think he was great in the third. I point. thought that the third quarter was the best football we've seen from him all year. Well, and then he finally got. His go-to guy, and I, I mean Hutchinson is an All Big Twelve guy, but he looked like it. Now against the secondary of UNLV, totally different than what he's going to see this week and the weeks ahead. But that was your. What did Campbell say? Our A guys need to be A players, and they all all of them were. Mm-hmm. It's like all of the yeah. good, really good Iowa State players were excellent, and that bodes well going forward because you know you look at that defense and specifically, we talked about it after the game when we were at the. You know, we were hanging out in the hotel. Mike Rose is so good that he's almost underappreciated, even as the defensive player of the year in the conference. And Will McDonald cannot be blocked right now. That defense is going to keep Iowa State in every game. In fact, I would venture to guess, venture to say right now, I think Iowa State still, even despite the loss to Iowa, has been as good as Oklahoma. I would agree. 
Yeah, I, I think Oklahoma is one of the great disappointments yep. so far in college football, despite the fact that they're three and zero. We'll touch on them when we get to our big Big Twelve segment. Sticking with the the Cyclones, some things that stood out. So the defense was dominant. We thought that they would be uh, UNLV's offensive line completely yep. overmatched. Um, so watch the uh, when you go back and watch the tape. I've already watched the. I I I wanted to watch the drive again where UNLV's one drive. Yeah. Okay. In the third quarter, when they when they it, took it down there, it's sixty six of their one hundred and thirty yards in that. Mike Rose made two plays back to back. It was what ended up forcing them. To, it was on field first. Goal. I yep. think it was first and second down, which ultimately led to their field goal, where he made two plays on opposite ends of the field back to back that were incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that. He, he he really popped for me. I think Gary Vaughn is, man, to think that that guy's a backup right now is is pretty yep. pretty insane. Yep. Um, Kamani uh, King was Kamani awesome. King was yep. phenomenal. Uh, thank God that they didn't lose him with the targeting thing because I could see that being a problem next week without him. Um, Although I think that ha- that happened in the first half. What did you think about the? So he would have been able to play. Oh, okay. The targeting. I mean, I liked how those officials handled targeting yesterday. I wish more officials would do it that way. But, man, like, I have no idea what targeting it's is still, now. Still nobody does. And I think yeah. what would really help the sport if they had levels. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I mean, but I think you can add discretion to the officiating here. It's like, okay, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. There could be a, hey, that's a leading. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what you would call it. That's a 10 yard like Unnecessary penalty roughness. You know, automatic with, first yeah, down. Yeah, but don't kick the guy out. Like, yeah. I wish there would be a little, another well, layer. Here. I was, I applauded those officials yeah, for the big, way that big they 12 did crew, it. They, the that, that's how it should be, in, in my opinion. But I was shocked because I thought that Kaimani's was like textbook targeting. Yeah. Like, I, 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 was I was shocked up when in the they booth, overturned it. I'm, 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 the, John and Eric always look at me like I should know the answer to these things. Like, I, I think it's going to stand. And so I was surprised oh, when, I was they let him, they let, when they let him stay. I was surprised when the UNLV guy in Safe. the second half didn't, yeah. didn't get it too. Um, let's do just – let's nitpick because that's, yes. what we, that's what we do. That's how you get better. Um, I'm still not – the running game wasn't – I mean, it was good. Mm-hmm. Brees averaged he had 100 yards. I think he averaged like 4.8 yards per mm-hmm. play. But he never was really – that. we still didn't see that explosiveness. I thought yesterday's game would result in multiple 50-plus yard plays yep. where not just Brees, but if it's Tariq Milton or if it's Hutch mm-hmm. or whoever mm-hmm. breaks loose. And, and we still, I guess, didn't see that explosiveness. I'm not panicking. Because they were very efficient, right? Like it, the the offense made strides. I I guess I wanted to see a little bit more domination by Iowa State's running game. Where when Vegas knew, oh, they're going to run, you can still run because your offensive line and running back are that much better. Yep. And I think, and I don't think we saw that. That was the one thing on my box that didn't really get checked. I think that's fair. I think you. I I thought after that first drive and a half, I said. Oh, Brees is going to run for 180. I did too. You know, because he yeah. was like, it was 10, 12 yards a run, and then kind of dried up. Now I'm sure they had more attention up front, and you saw the pass game really start clicking in the third quarter once they had that much attention up front. But you're right, still hasn't unlocked completely yet. It was better. 
Uh, but now, now you have a step up in the Baylor defense with Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda is really, a, really good. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't know. Brees got to 100 yards. I mean, they, they, I think they put him in there for that one carry in late in the third just to get him to 100, which is great. So first time he's been at 100 this year. It's just not quite there. It was better, but not quite there. And I think the way Iowa State wants to play, I thought they were really physical, which is great, but got to get a little bit better in the run game to sustain that. But it's, it's, it is nitpicking a little bit because they only had one punt all game. Correct. So it's like, and that was when like the backups were all mm-hmm. in too. So they could have no, even we, gone for that. We are nitpicking. But I, I, I want to make it clear. I, I thought after that first drive, like, Iowa State's going to run for 300 yards in this game. Yeah. And it's going to get ugly. And it and did it, get ugly. It did they get just ugly. didn't run and for it, 300 yards. And it could have been significantly uglier, too. Yeah. I, I, I do think, too, there, there was probably an element going into that game with the game plan is, okay, get up three scores or whatever. The, and let's really build Brock Purdy yes. back up. That's what it looked like to me. That, yeah, I, I think that they were – maybe maybe that was it, though, Brent, that they knew that they could have run all over him, too, and sure. they were that could be. working on things. I don't. I don't really know how they would approach that, but that that was one thing I was thinking about it, it, specifically in the third quarter. After Brock had made the fumble, he had made the one really his one bad pass of the day, uh, which almost got picked off. It was to a tight end, I believe. Yep. Um, and maybe that was the game plan going into the third. And it it was nice. I thought Kohler looked a lot fresher. He did too. He looked, yeah, yeah, I I mean, did he too. looked active, yeah. which is good. I thought Joe Skates had maybe his best game. I mean, he was he was pretty explosive, which was nice. We talked about Hutchinson, so you've got some guys, and then it was it was fun at the end. It's the little interest left to see, uh, you know, Sanders made a couple plays, and then Silas, yeah, was was really really good. So that's it, everybody's new favorite player. And and Campbell talked about in the post game with Eric Heft. He's like, yeah, you know, we've got guys. So everyone who's basically suggesting that this this magic carpet ride is going to end after this senior class leaves. I don't know. You know, there's some, there's some pretty good dudes in the pipeline that that were that the coaching staff really is pumped up about, and you know, you you saw some rumors again this weekend, and I, I mean, it wasn't front page news at all, but you saw Feldman um, suggest that Campbell's going to be one of the candidates for USC or one that they should talk to. I don't know if Matt's interested at all, but you know, I don't think it's lip service when the staff says, you know, we're in this for the long haul, and uh, our pipeline's pretty good. Um, all right, real quick, I want to do we'll, – we'll pay some bills here, but I want to tell everybody when we get back why – I know everybody was disappointed last week, but this is without question the greatest time in history to be a fan of Iowa State football. Uh, real quick, I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. Uh, shout out to Jeff Wood, the owner of Gravitate yeah, Coworking. I you, wish I was spent more time with Yeah, I did too. Jeff I talked to him a little bit yeah, getting out of the so, airport. There's so many people there. That was That's a insane. Pr- and, and the other thing about Vegas is it's so big. Like, it, you can't. Yes. Like, my wife had never been there, and I was trying to explain, like, you can't just walk across the street and go to another casino. Like, <laughs> right. You know, like if you haven't been there, you think like, "Oh, it's a strip." It's just right over there. Yeah, no, it's like it's like four interstates. <laughs> it's but yeah, but anyways, uh, gravitatecoworking.com. I was talking to Jeff a little bit about the business actually, and um, it sounds like things are going really well in downtown Des Moines. Um, membership options are all listed at gravitatecoworking.com, and I, I like the FAQs page right there, and. and this is this is a new concept, so a lot of people are 
still have questions about this, but you can buy anything from a floating desk to a dedicated desk to a private office. And uh, they've got all sorts of great, great options. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com today. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Where was I going? I was going to do... Uh, greatest greatest oh, time yes, for Iowa I, State. I had a stat from postgame last night. You can give more insight on this than me uh, with your history, but uh, this is straight from the postgame notes. Okay. Iowa State has won its, just won its 14th game as a ranked team since wow. 2017. Here's the kicker. Prior to that... From 1892 through 2016, <laughs> yeah, Iowa State had only won 13 games as a ranked team. That's crazy, isn't that insane? Yeah, and like to think, like I mean, listen, um, I think it's, I think fans want us to come on here and be critical after a game like last week. We should be. Matt Campbell's critical. You think that they're just sitting around talking about how great they are? Absolutely not. But my point is, like looking back, and and when you see a stat like that, it's just like, oh. <laughs> it's a good, you know, it's a good pinch me moment as to what we're living through yeah, was, right now. It was fun this morning to get up and you're you're on the West Coast. You've, the polls come out a lot quicker. Yeah. And so I get up, oh, you know, we're 14th, ho-hum. You know, it didn't, didn't drop any, didn't move up any, but still 14th is still, it's pretty crazy. And the, it, it really hit home to me how cool it was just in that whole Vegas scene because last year was special football-wise, but nobody could be around it. And it was really nice just to have people, so many Iowa State fans out there. They they estimated, C-Dub, 25,000 to 30,000 is what I heard for Iowa State fans. So the, the total attendance in that thing was 36,000 in Allegiant Stadium. And it was it was clearly 75-25 Iowa State. And so... But it was nice for people to have that experience. They could not go to the Fiesta Bowl last year. Yeah. The Big 12 championship game was weird. You would have had similar numbers in both of those locations had that happened. Absolutely. But this was great. And, you know, people the, spent a lot of money to get out there. But it was those pictures, and you bridge. made the walk, of the bridge across. <laughs> it was incredible. It was, you know, like a zombie movie yeah. of these, these <laughs> Cyclone fans crossing this bridge to the Death Star. Well, so what happened there? And, and again, I, I sat in the stands with um, with my wife. I haven't, which I never yeah. do. It's been we we. I've told the story about when Coach Campbell gave the my friends the Hutchinson some tickets. So I sat in the stands for that game, and then last year I took my daughter to one of the COVID games. But at, prior to that, it had been 2005 since I've sat there in the stands. I with, totally get it. Yeah. yeah. So that was a blast. Um, so I'm you know I'm doing the fan thing, and. The the Mandalay Bay, so like the sports book area slash like there's this bar area, the casino, and then there's this exit that mm-hmm. walks you to Allegiant Stadium, and you have to go over this bridge, which is walking over, over the, the strip essentially. Yep. yep, over the interstate. And so like an hour and a half before the game, this I mean Mandalay Bay is one of the biggest casinos. It is massive in Las Vegas. 
It, I mean, it was all Iowa State fans. <laughs> and you could not get a beer anywhere. Like, it, it, and, I mean, just boisterous. And, I, I mean, I saw Niang walk through. Like, it, it was just, it was pandemonium. Yeah. Like, it, it was, and then, they, so we all left. In mass. For some reason at the same time. <laughs> and there's tens of thousands of Iowa really? State fans walking across yeah. this bridge Some to Allegiant. Yeah. And like the funny part was, so like it's really difficult to get to that stadium. If you're a UNLV fan, I, I was talking, there were a couple of them in like the group and I asked them like, what do you think? He's like, and this older guy, you could tell he's like a lifer. He's been a UNLV football sure. fan forever. And I think he's annoyed that they're playing at Allegiant Stadium now. And First of all, he obviously said he's never seen anything like it. But two, um, basically, that's how you have to get the games. Mm. Unless you're like a rich UNLV with with There's fam of the very park. limited parking. There's no parking, yeah. so you basically park at Mandalay Bay and then you walk over there. And like, there's just tens of thousands of Iowa State fans that are all drunk. And it was like they were invading. It, <laughs> it was, was incredible. And with the casinos in the background, it oh. was really cool. I was doing some math after the game. And this is this is silly, but this is what separates Iowa State fans. And there's very few fan bases like it. But I just want to put it in context here. Let's say everybody that went to that game spent about, this is conservative, $1,500 a person. Okay, That's very conservative. So flight, hotel, and you you you, you really buy, can't you buy do, a cheeseburger and yeah. it's twenty five dollars. You get a you know you get a diet coke. If you it's can $6. do it for fifteen hundred, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. So I'm just, but I'm not trying to be crazy yeah. here. Yeah. So if you do the math, twenty five thousand people at fifteen hundred spent each. That's thirty seven million five hundred thousand dollars that Iowa State fans would have spent on that trip. To put that in context, that's the exact same as what the Big Twelve payout is. Uh, in oh. TV revenue, yeah, but so I mean, the, that's incredible. What, so we always talk about, oh my gosh, these the the finances involved, and you know, yeah. how do we make up this deficit? Well, I mean, it just goes to show the power in Iowa State is in the the, the sheer people, yeah. numbers and size, and beyond the TV ratings thing, which we've discussed, there is power in that yeah. many people going on a road game. And staying engaged and involved, that, that is that is great for Iowa State. And even though we don't have a medical school and a law school, there's something about that group of Iowa State people that cumulatively can make a difference. And even in an atmosphere, but I think just as a fan base in general, there, there aren't very few schools that could have done that this yeah. weekend. There, yeah. I mean, maybe three or four. Like, there's just not many other outside of... You know, I'm sure Alabama, LSU, some of those ones in the SEC would have traveled like that. But to think of what Iowa State has become, just in the fan base, to get 25,000, 30,000 people to spend upwards of a couple thousand each to go follow Iowa State in a non-conference game. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and what a, I mean, it was, it was so cool. I don't even know what else to we're say. We're walking around, right? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you just, you're, you're picking out people you know left and right. And it's like, you can't, it was impossible to be able to sit and talk to everybody because there were it, so many people out it there. It was. And again, like, it's just so hard to get around in, in, <laughs> yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I talked to a lot of people on our charter and they didn't even leave Mandalay the Bay the whole yep. time because they went across the street, got 
beer and stuff at the liquor store and then came back and hung out all week. It was, but it was one of those weekends. You know, it, was, it was just a memorable experience. And I'm glad that you know the game was fine, but it was that whole collective of getting together on the road again that makes Iowa State fans so special. Okay, so I got a great deal for you guys. When the Cyclones win this year, our friends at Farm Story Meets are giving away free stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, promo code right now. Roll hyphen clones, all in capital letters. Roll hyphen clones. You get a free package of barbecue pork jerky with any purchase that you make. That's after the big win. So any Saturday now. Now we we, we kind of are waiting. We waited to do this till tonight because it was like two thirty in the morning when we got off of Cyclone Reaction last night. And I didn't do an instant reaction podcast either for the same purpose. Cause yeah, no like, one's going to be listening. Yeah. Roll clones, farmstorymeats.com. Go and get your order in with the promo code roll clones. And you're going to get a barbecue pork jerky package. Um, main man Ray Schmidt says it's like uh, beef jerky, but better. He actually sent me some of that and, and it's, it's really freaking good. All right. Um, Let's kind of move on now and, and look ahead to next week. Iowa State is a seven-point favorite. It's, it's it's dropped to five and a half already. Good. That's what I saw. So, so money I, on the Bears. Real, real quick, and I, I do want to point this out, um, I, and I, I said this, I believe, in our preseason pod. Mm-hmm. I don't like this spot for Iowa State. I didn't yep. like it two months ago. This sets up to be a uh, really difficult game, in my opinion. You are you have two highly emotional opening week. You play Iowa, which is always a zoo. Then yes. you have basically like a bowl game. I'm not saying they treated it like that, but I mean that they, they spent an extra day. Yeah, so it's a different deal. Different. The team team got home at around six a.m. Yep, on Sunday morning. What that does is delay everything that you're normally doing from like treatment to film to whatever you would normally do on a Sunday. I don't know their whole Sunday routine, Um, but everything is delayed. Everything has changed. And now you have to turn around and go to Waco, Mm -hmm. which is one of the most brutal road trips to make in the Big 12 because it's so freaking hard to get to. Not really for a charter, but you know what I mean. The, the hotel situation is terrible there. Yeah, they, uh, the team does not stay in Waco. They have to stay Yeah, not not in Waco. Yeah, so it's, it's all... You have to it's travel a, an extra 45 My minutes. point is it's a bad road trip. It's, it's, it's yeah. not a... It's not... This is not Lawrence. Not Lawrence. Good, yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. And, I, and it's going to be hotter than hell there because yep. it always is yep. when you play... For, forecast of 91 on Saturday. So that's not good. I mean, I'm not saying Iowa State's not in shape, but I'm sure. just saying, like, this is a really tough stretch that I don't think most people off the top of their heads would have. They would have been like, oh, Baylor wasn't very good last year. Well, they put the put a big scare in Iowa State in Ames a year ago. This is a tough spot. I think Iowa State will be okay here, but Baylor is riding the, you know, it's Kansas, but they beat them 49, 45-7 to seven or whatever it was this week. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of Baylor yet, uh, just full disclosure here because – we just yeah. got home. Yep. But I, I, Bloom, this this is a game that when I saw the schedule made me nervous. Yeah, it's tricky, tricky. And then when I mean close game two years ago down there, Baylor won. Uh, Iowa State won there in in seventeen, but I think that's the only time they've won in Waco. 
at least in that new stadium. And it's it is. This is this is weird. So your timing's off a little bit. So you know they'll leave Friday for Texas, and then it's hot, and I hopefully have the tent situation figured out and all that good stuff. But plus, Baylor, what do you know about the tents? <laughs> Baylor, Tell us what you know about. I, the I, I I know nothing other than it has to be on the radar if necessary. Um, and Baylor's sneaky right now because. I thought they were one of the teams last year that really got hurt by COVID because they hired no they hired Aranda in January, February. COVID hits in March. He didn't really he wasn't able to coach his team. I think he's a smart guy. They fired Larry Fedora, the offensive coordinator in the offseason, brought in the BYU offensive coordinator, and it's early, super early. Their competition has been zero, but they're three and zero and they're second in the nation right now in total offense. So that is a big step up from where they were a year ago. Dual threat quarterback. Yeah, and Bohannon is good. Now, he's kind of an unknown before this year, but he has been super accurate as a quarterback. Now, he has not seen anything like Iowa State will face, will throw at him. And he was, when he had spot duty last year, he was not good in Big 12 play. So I think Bohannon's one of those quarterbacks that Iowa State should be able to get to and maybe cause some mistakes. And that defense has been so lights out. I have a hard time thinking Baylor's going to put up prolific numbers. However, the defense is good. Aranda's a defensive coach, and it's going to be a slugfest. They're physical. They've got a couple really high-level Big 12 defensive players, but safety and linebacker. Defensive line's okay. And you're on the road. So, yeah, I think there's a numerous factors why this thing is uh, has a chance to go right down to the wire. And obviously, it's going to have to get used to these one-possession, two-possession games because this is going to be another close one. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I'm not surprised that my guess is that a lot of sharp action went in on Baylor, Baylor right when that opened at a yeah. touchdown. Yep. And I, I probably would have gone that route, too. Um, now that it's below, I think it's a lot more intriguing because I could see Iowa State. Uh, 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 let's get back to that Oklahoma conversation because yes. I, I think that this all kind of plays together now that we've seen Iowa State kind of break out a little bit again I, I just I want to be careful UNLV's bad like that, that's one of the worst teams I've ever seen <laughs> and I, I, listen I'm not trying to pee on everybody's Cheerios here I'm just calling us that was a bad bad football team I also thought it was funny that the seventh best attended um, <laughs> game in the history of North UNLV football Last night, did you see that? I did see that. That's and they so, were pr- very proud of that. That's that is fantastic. Go and read the replies. It's like, well, that. guys, <laughs> hey, who wants to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> um, my here's the deal. Like, so even at two and one, which I would call a disappointing two and one mm-hmm. for Iowa State, they didn't look good in their first win. Nope. Um, and then the Iowa game was vastly overwhelming for a lot of reasons. Last night was exactly what we thought it would be. Yep. To a T. Um, but really, if you look at the Big 12 at this point, really nothing has changed. Mm-mm. I thought Kansas State would be one of the more surprising teams in the league. They they handled Nevada. I, I, I thought, I mean, Nevada was favored in that game. Yeah, Skyward Thompson's out, so it, we'll see how they do in the Big and 12. And it was tied in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So they made some plays late. Um, good win by Oklahoma State at Boise. Win. Very impressive. So they're 3-0. and Yep. But, like, there's really nothing that's happened in the Big 12 that makes me think, oh, Iowa State's in a different spot. Now, I don't know. Like, if you're an Oklahoma fan right now, after that Nebraska game, you damn near lost to Tulane at home. Mm-hmm. And Tulane just got destroyed but by Ole Miss. Spencer probably. Rattler did not look that. He looks that, pretty average. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, oh. 
I mean, our guys struggled some, but like, it's not like Spencer Rattler is setting the world on fire. He doesn't look like Baker Mayfield, I can tell you that at this point in his career. So, I, I don't know, Bloom. Like, I, I would say, I haven't even looked. Maybe there are, are odds out there. I would say Iowa State is still right there as far as like a Vegas odd would go to be in the Big 12 championship game, even after a disappointing 2-1 and one start. Yeah, and I think it's disappointing because of the offense and the special teams, not because of the defense. The no, defense the defense has been has actually. Up. But this is so, to, to my point here, it's actually exceeded expectations to a point where Iowa State is leading the country in defense right now in both total yards and yards per play. They've been so good that it, you even look at these games, you're like, I don't see how Iowa State is not in every single game because of the talent of that defense. Sure, you play Oklahoma, you play Oklahoma State, you know, um, some of those, te- you know, tech, tech can sling it around a little bit maybe. They'll put up some points just because that's what they do, but I think Iowa State is in every single game. And you, if, you would, if you would put the point spreads up of the remaining games on the schedule, Iowa State is still favored in every single game right now except for the one in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which is the exact same as it was. Yeah, before the season, and so from that standpoint, yeah, they're absolutely right there with Oklahoma, and um, you you give me Iowa State's defense against OU right now as as anemic as they looked at times yesterday, and I know it's one game, small sample size, and all that. I I'll give Iowa State a puncher's chance in Norman, and um, yeah, roll it out there, see what happens. So I think I think everything is still on the table, and you know what, it college football has been so crazy this year. This is playing out just like every other, like they sucked in September. And then yeah. there's a little game where it's like, oh, the Monroe game, the Vegas game. And then they're like, oh, they're the clones. They, they could they could put a, you know, they could turn this on right now. But there's but the games are still sneaky. This is a super sneaky game. West Virginia just beat a top 15 team at home yesterday. That's a tough road trip as well. And then Tech, yeah, tech is better than I thought they would be. The so Kansas State game's terrifying. Yeah, West all, Virginia game's terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, yeah. none of these are going to, outside of Kansas, everything else is going to be, you know. Buckle you, up. You better, you better bring it. Let's do some point spreads. Uh, tech at Texas. This, so, this is really our first week of Big 12 football. Of course, we had Baylor, Kansas, but that doesn't really Dang. count. Um, we've already played guess the spreads. This we, is, we, we were killing time yeah, in the airport. We were doing this in the airport. The completely overwhelmed Vegas airport. The what Ve- was more overwhelmed? Uh, <laughs> I know where they're going here. The, the international airport in Vegas or the offensive tackles for UNLV yesterday. <laughs> oh, I, I knew you were making it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do no, it. No, it's great. I love it. Uh, Tech is a 10-point uh, underdog at Texas. Huh. Okay. See, that's a lot of respect to Tech, honestly. Opened at 13, already dropped it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, SMU at TCU. I this still don't know what to think about TCU. I, have not, I don't even know what this will be is. a decent little test for them. That's a yeah, big SMU's rivalry. Okay. Yep. Uh, TCU's a 10 point favorite in that one. Okay. I would actually consider playing. Is SMU. that in uh, Fort Worth? Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because no. they don't They're have right a lot of fans and right. SMU fans. If they want to go to the yep. game, they can. Uh, let's see. What do we else have on the docket here? Uh, just in case you're wondering, Iowa's a 22 and a half point favorite over Colorado State. I would play Colorado State there. I could not believe that they went and won at Toledo. Did they uh, really? Yeah. They That's shocking. That was a shocker. Absolute shocker to me. Iowa State, uh, that's now at six right now. Six, okay. Uh, the number around. is 47 and a half. It's steamed up four points since the Open. So it started at 43? Yeah. Man, that is some respect to the Iowa State defense, though. 
No doubt about that. You you get anything in the 40s in college football, that is low. Kansas is at Duke. Oh, man. What do you think about that one? I don't, we didn't play this one. What's I mean, Coach K is retiring. <laughs> just have Bill Self and Coach K there at uh, halftime. 15 and a half. Oof. That'll be a terrible yeah, football Yeah, I'm not going to watch that game. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Excuse mm. me. Okay. That is steamed down right where I told you I thought it would be. Opened at nine. It's at seven and a half now. Okay. I think I said six and a half, so it's right. Seems like right. K State always plays well down there, too. I need to watch that Kansas State Nevada game because they they were a shell of what the, last year when Thompson went out, but then that other kid got some time, but he sucked in relief of Thompson um, in his first game yeah, back. I'm curious oh, what, what his numbers were because he could not throw a forward pass last year, and that's kind of critical for a quarterback. Well, and then, like, because they've got Deuce, who's really good, but if there's zero threat to throw the ball, then mm-hmm. you can just tee off on him. Yep. West Virginia at Oklahoma, a fascinating line of 16 and a half. Okay, so it's it's gone down. Yeah, it started at 17. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, West Virginia can run it a little bit with Brown. Brown's been super good. Oklahoma just has not been overwhelming. But, no. I mean, they, again, they haven't been bad. They're just not. So, K-State's Will Howard, the quarterback, was only yeah. 7 of 10 yesterday. Okay, so, again, so they're, they're basically. Just, they still don't throw the ball. Now, he threw it for 123 yards and a touchdown, but, man. Run, run, run for them. Well, um, Bloom, it's time to do some scoreboard watching and yeah. that type of stuff. It'll it's be uh, it'll be fun. You know, this is the great thing is the non-conference was extra stressful, I thought. You know, it was he- oh. it was a he- like we said, it was a heavy first couple of games. So glad it's Now over. you can get out of that, those weeds. This was a get-right game for a lot of ways. A nice reset button for the team, I think, for the fans, for everybody. And now all eyes on the Big 12. That was the prize coming back. That's why those guys decided to come back was to – Win a Big 12 championship, and uh, nothing nothing changes my mind that Iowa State can compete for that right now. I hope so. Um, we will be back a little bit shorter because, again, we just are kind of getting our bearings straight. We literally just got back and said, hey, let's get the, let's get the podcast done. And uh, I, What was your favorite part of the Vegas trip in general, boy? And let's oh. talk off the football field. We did the uh, Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil. That was, there was a, that was a lot. Now that was intense. That was intense. That, that was one of the more. <laughs> the volume in that place worked. Yeah. Blowing air on you. I mean, the whole thing was just uh, an over. Did you like it? I did. I mean, this I mean, was your idea to no, go. No, I, I thought it was great. I, I, um, it was just, man, there's just a lot going on between the music and the, the volume, the people jumping off trampolines and stuff. I honestly. When we walked out of there, I thought, this is what it's like to be on acid. Like, this is what, when people take ecstasy. Dude, that's like, what you imagine it would feel like. When you take, when, when like, Iowa State students pop ecstasy I don't know how for mushrooms, that. Right. and then they go down to sips. You know what I mean? 90 minutes straight of just, and then the, I mean, there's like these, like hanging from the ceiling, like all over, like right by your head. It was intense. I did. I recognized all the songs. Michael Jackson had a lot of jams, man. You forget how talented that guy guy was. Filthy. Yeah. Weirdo. Total creep. Weirdo. 
Guy could, guy could. Yeah, but like they, they really in that thing really celebrate Michael Jackson. They did, and they, all the whole era of it. I mean, that was cool. I thought that that part was neat. They had it. Yeah, but like they, they make him out to be. Oh man, world peace. Yeah, the world peace thing. Looking yeah, out for yeah, children. Right. I thought that got a little carried away with that. Um, Shocking no, that you as, were. As somebody who is, uh, yeah. As somebody, you thought it was a little too liberal, huh? No, I, I had nothing to do with politics. That's just, I, just kidding. Yeah, um, the when you're a cheap person like me, like I do not like to spend money. Vegas is a horrible place to go. Oh yeah, because you just—I was just kind of mad the whole time at the cost of things. I was like, "What? That yeah. coffee cost me eight fifty? And oh, anyway. Yeah. Well, the wives made a clutch move and went and got us beer. That was, the street. Yeah, that, that was a. And then your wife taught us how to like create a cooler in the sink. In the sink, yep. That yep. was clutch. Yep. Shout out to our friends at Cody Road in Mississippi yeah, River. The six they, shooters. They provided everyone who went on our charter six shooters, which the value of six shooters in a casino in Las Vegas. I mean, that's like a hundred dollar value. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's like a hundred dollars worth of bourbon. We're the first night down there, and my wife were like, yeah, "Let's go get a drink at the one of the bars in the casino." And we got a couple mixed drinks. And the guy's like, "Yeah, that'll be thirty-seven fifty." <laughs> what? what have we done? Man, you missed out. We went down. I didn't go to Fremont, yeah. and I should have. And I'm still bad about it. My in-laws, what a what a group of this is. My in-laws, my wife, and the, the Blythes. Your your in-laws were the MVPs. Oh, they the they best. hung they hung with everything. They're the best. Yeah. I'm so lucky to have yeah. them. And we played. Uh, me and Brittany Blythe, because everybody else... Todd's a wimp. Todd can't hang. Todd, Brit- Brittany's the star of that Todd show. Todd and, and my wife end up, like, just outside. Of, me and Brittany play blackjack at Binion's for, like, three hours straight. <laughs> and the other thing that I picked up on is how I'm so not used to cigarette smoke everywhere oh, I go. Oh, that was, that was distracting to me, too. How yeah. dry is your nose oh, right now? The whole throat, nose, and... Yeah, the whole situation. I was like, is this the air outside? Is it the smoke? What are we doing? Unbelievable. I, my, a couple highlights for me. The, uh, the Topless guy, pool. The, well, walking by that was, was interesting. Um, I did not. Well, anyway. and uh, <laughs> No, walking outside the M&M store. And he's got these Paw Patrol characters. So my boys are being Paw Patrol right now. And this guy takes off his Paw Patrol mask, starts smoking a joint. It's like that's not, that's not the marshal I know, buddy. That's legal. I, I know it is, and that's the other thing. You didn't do anything the, wrong. The uh, aroma in Vegas was oh, ever man. present. I mean, it smells like weed everywhere you go. It sounds like weed and sewage. Yeah, everywhere you go. It, you're either gonna smell <laughs> sewage or or marijuana or or smoke. Yeah, go all through. It's just an interesting. An interesting place, but all good things. I did not lose all my money. In fact, C Dub, I got on a heater. <laughs> oh yeah, two thirty in the morning last Congrats night. Congrats to on you the, on the Tarzan penny slot. Amen buddy. to you. I good, love it. Was it. A good night. This is why you go to Binion's and play the ten dollar tables, though. So, by the way, uh, Brittany Blythe, Todd's wife, killed it. She made like three hundred and fifty bucks playing ten dollar blackjack tables that night. She was on fire. Um, See, Todd, I, Todd always needs a good wing person. It I, was Meyer, now it's uh, his wife. I played for three hours right next to her. Lost $5 on the night. That's a win. I, but I got all their free drinks. That's the key. <laughs> and then I, 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 I think I made like 
160 at the sports book. So I, I ended up plus a little bit, but it's, I, it's, I'm just not a slot guy like you are. Well, right? I just, that was the one where I'm like, man, I was feeling good. Iowa State just destroyed UNLV. I hadn't really gambled much because I was doing other stuff and got on a heater, buddy, on the Tarzan machine. Yeah, man. And those, and those things are fancy. Like, your seat starts to rumble when you get the wilds. That's, oh, buddy, it's I've intoxicating. Never, I've never experienced that oh, in my life. It's intoxicating. That's you know what else is intoxicating? When you have 100 bucks on Penn State at <laughs> minus 5. And the Iowa under. Just play Iowa unders if you go into Vegas. Uh, three days was enough. All right. I uh, hope you guys had a yeah, fun good trip, to see even if you there. didn't make it. Hey, I by hope the way, you. that was pretty cool, wasn't it? When random uh, fanatic podcast listeners would stop us and Thank say hello. Thank you so yeah, much. It means we, don't, we don't deserve you no. guys. Appreciate you all. Uh, we're going to let the super creepy Michael Jackson. I, I'm just like, I'm sitting in that show, and I, I get it. He's super talented. But, like, are we not going to talk about the, like, the allegations at all? Is it? We're just completely forgetting about this. It's, we're not even going to acknowledge it in this show. Just, we're going to do the moonwalk and we're going to be happy. Buddy. I mean, he was a great dancer. I know he was. Immensely talented. We don't have stars like that anymore. We really don't because you can be a star on YouTube. My dog could start a YouTube channel if I set it up for him. Probably get some people to watch. This guy was a total badass back in the day, but he also did some really creepy stuff, allegedly. Yeah. I just, but we just didn't even acknowledge that's not it. The, I don't, I don't think the, the yeah, but I think it's the late show at the Mandalay Bay is the forum to get into that. Somewhat offensive to me that they didn't at the beginning be like, hey, we acknowledge <laughs> some of the allegations that were made against this man. Now we're going to entertain you, and then I would have been like, okay, appreciate that. Maybe we should write it, write them an email. <laughs> I'm gonna send them dear, an angry dear, handwritten note. Dear Cirque du Soleil One show, I appreciate the volume of your show, but could you? Acknowledge Michael Jackson a little bit more. <laughs> Signed, the under Iowa better. <laughs> I don't know what Iowa, Colorado State is. Play the under. All right, uh, he's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Well, hey, I can tell you one thing, and before we go, the the weekend in Waco will be way less interesting. <laughs> you gotta, we gotta have like a. Candid camera on you and Walters and half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at the. Woodstock. I gotta know about Harclaw's road behavior. With the, yeah, the, it, the, it'd be tough to replace Bruns at well, the bar. We'll, uh, man, we'll keep you posted. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Later, guys.